in suffering through a tough one in Chicago. 111-97, the final for their Bulls, as the Bulls and Raptors split, which is a common theme on these daily doubles, and the Raptors have eight of these, so five more left. Didn't have it tonight. Welcome to the postgame show. Jim Taddy, Warren Ward, Josh Lewinberg, and Paul Jones. Jonesy generous enough to hang around. And Jonesy, I mean, the coach went through the blender. He tried. He searched. He couldn't find it, could he? Yeah, that's how it goes some nights, Jim. And, you know, I'm not going to say this team didn't play hard. But to me, it didn't seem like that natural energy was there. They were trying to manufacture the energy, if that, if that makes sense to you. You know, like they were, you know, yep. they, 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 they started out okay, and then Chicago came back, and it was like it took a little bit of the wind out of their sails, and they are like, okay, come on, let's crank it up. Let's cr-. And, and, and they tried, but, like, there's, there's proof in the numbers. Uh, they turned it over in terms of points off turnovers. It was a two-point difference. Last night, uh, in Toronto, the difference points in the paint, 62-38 Toronto. Tonight, 56-50 Chicago. So just the little things that that reflect the energy uh, weren't quite there. And I, 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 and like, I don't want people to take this as, oh, I'm calling them out. They didn't play hard. They, they, they did. But look, I've been on that flight uh, to Chicago, and both teams clearing Pearson at the same time, and you're racing the other guy to the airport and trying to land before they land so your plane doesn't have to circle. And then, you know, they're going, they're in their cars and going home. you got to get on a bus. And then when you get to the hotel, the luggage has got to be on, like, all of these things. It just – and and it's, it's not quite the same. So, like I said, I'm not going to say they didn't play hard because they did. It just wasn't reflected um, in all of the numbers and obviously not in the result tonight. Yeah, Jonesy, I mean, you said it right there. I, I think um, there's so much to be said for the, the effort that was there. I don't think anyone gave up. I think the rotation was a little bit off, um, you know, than what I've usually seen from the Raptors thus far. But I think that's just because he's trying, you know, Nick Nurse was trying to, you know, manage minutes. Um, I think what the job they did with DeRozan, he played 35 minutes, only has nine points. Yeah, seven impressive assists, but they really limited him. The prob- the real problem was Levine. Yeah, Zach and, came back. Know, <laughs> exactly. Zach Zach is, you know, you get 30 points in the guy's first game back, um, regardless of, you know, who did what. That's that's just the big difference. I mean, if 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 you if you remove Zach Levine, the Raptors win this game by 20, you know? So, I mean, it just goes to show you, you know, when when you have one guy you know who's being double teamed and limited, and you got another guy. You know who gets you know gets off, and he he had uh, a very good game. You know, 30 points in 32 minutes. So um, I thought the Raptors did a you know did a decent job. They just looked a, a, a step slower, and that happens in this game. You know, you're not you're not going to play perfect every night. Uh, I thought they had a real good chance, um, especially especially at halftime. But again. When you're when you're not totally there and you're not totally in it and and you know your bench isn't really giving you much. I, like I said, Banton still led the bench with attempts. He only had seven, and everyone else kind of struggled. Um, you're just not gonna win that many games that way. Yeah, I mean something was missing tonight, right? And, and I was listening to Jonesy talk about it a moment ago and trying to think because I, I have the same thought throughout the game. It's like, okay, well. What isn't there that was there last night? And I agree. Like, I don't think the word is effort. I'm, I'm going to use the word force because I, I thought the Raptors played 
with a ton of force last night. They had they played with force on the boards. They played with force on the break and in the paint last night, and they just didn't have that. And maybe Scotty Barnes is a great example of that tonight because, I mean, obviously he had that brilliant dunk that we'll be watching, we'll be talking about for a long time, but outside of that, like this wasn't the typical Scotty Barnes game where he's assertive and he's going to the bucket with force. And I, I would say the only guy that we saw that from was Fred Van Vliet tonight who almost yeah. single-handedly carried them back into the game. But I would just say they didn't have that same force that we saw last night yeah, Jim and just to jump in here uh, you know Josh uses the word force I like it I, I think the Raptors are at, our, are at their best when they are dictating things yeah they are yeah. and that's my word you know they dictate to the offense what they're doing and and they turn them over and defense and the the the, the other team isn't comfortable and they're chasing them and they're they're, you know, they're bordering on disaster with turnovers, and you look down and, hey, the Raptors have turned them over 18 times for 24 points or whatever, and you look down tonight, yeah, 22 turnovers, 23 points. Well, wait a minute. Raptors turned it over 15 times for 21 points, and, and you can't dictate if you don't have that, you know, that gradient, that, that difference, and, and, you know, Chicago shoots 53%. You're, you're not going to win a lot of games when that guy's on the other end is making half his shots. You know, I, I did find it kind of surprising. Uh, you know, obviously they started fast and, and they looked good. They had that energy to start, and then the Bulls slowed them down. And, and I just, you know, I've said this many times in this broadcast, they, they went to the blender. I think they were they were looking for something off the bench, and then they just didn't get it. And, and most of the time, I think, when you're playing back-to-backs on consecutive nights, you would rely on the bench, right? Yeah, you would, Jim. You, you really would. And, and, look, we've seen Nick Nurse for years now. He's not afraid to do that. I mean, we saw a couple of combinations out there that we've never seen before, and he's very good at that stuff. He, he always says you, you search for rhythm, you search for uh, a group that gives you that rhythm, and he'll mix it up, and he tried tonight. It just, it just, it just wasn't happening. I mean, you got to be, and, you know, we got to give the Bulls some credit here. You yes, got to be, yes. oh, yeah. you gotta be yeah. pretty good to beat the same team two times in a row at this level, you know. Um, with with or without Pascal Siakam, I think I think um, he you know he would have changed things tonight, of course. But just given the severity and you know the difficulty of you know beating an NBA team twice, I, I don't expect that to be happening all the time. Of course, you know, of course we'd love it, but um, it's it just comes down to the little things. You know, you're not you're not going to um, like outwit you know anyone else on the floor. I think everyone knows at this point you know, who's running what. It just comes down to, you know, the little things. And I think those, you know, those little things, the, you know, whether it's the loose ball, the rebound here, the shot attempt there, those things just didn't, you know, just didn't go the Raptors' way. So, but that's the game of basketball. So I don't think it's, a, I don't think it's a, anyone, you know, didn't play well or, you know, like um, not prepared. I just think today, it just didn't go their way. Well, and that's a great point that you make, Warren. And we've been tracking it all season with the NBA using more of these two game sets in order to limit travel throughout the season and when we talk about how tough the Raptors early season schedule has been that's the biggest thing for me they've they're six and five they played 11 games six of those 11 games have come in these two game sets Miami Philadelphia now Chicago they split all three of them and I just think like they've got five more left over the course of the season and I think it's going to be really tough not just for the Raptors but for any team in the league to come out of these things 
with two wins. We see it every year in the playoffs. One of the hardest things to do in a playoff series is win consecutive games. I mean, it's just, it's human nature, right? The losing team comes back. They're ticked off. They're making adjustments. They're highly motivated. It's, I I think we've seen it all three times so far this season. It's just tough to come back with the same energy, that same attention to detail and focus that you had in the first game when you're on the losing end. Yeah, it's almost like you should lose the first game. <laughs> I was just looking at the schedule, and you know, and obviously on the TV side, they did talk about this. So you said, Josh, the Raptors have eight of these. Uh, they close out with uh, two at the end, Charlotte twice and Boston, and then finish off with Milwaukee in a single game. But they have eight of these, and not everybody has eight of these, which is kind of strange for me. How about well, you, Jonesy? Yeah, it, it, Jim, and, and, I, and I get it. Like, you know, to, to the point that you and Josh and Warren made, I, I get it. They're trying to... Uh, cut down and travel, and they're trying to save miles. And l- l- let's use a little common sense here. And this is something that that former Raptor assistant coach PJ Carlissimo said. You know, everybody thinks they're coming to Canada; they're going to like the edge of the earth. But when you're in Toronto, like they had a back-to-back set with Philly. That's a one-hour flight. That's a one-hour flight. Like, let me give you, for a guy who's been on the back of the plane for 25 years, it's an hour to Philly. It's an hour to Boston. It's an hour to New York. It's 43 minutes to Cleveland. It's 38 minutes to Detroit. It's, it's 57 minutes to Washington, D.C. It's an hour 15 to Chicago. It's an hour 10 to Chicago. It's not like they've got these, I mean, if you're Portland, yeah, it's two hours to see anybody. If you're Minnesota, you're right in the middle. I mean, if you're if you're Miami, unless you're going to Orlando, it's it's two hours unless you're you know your division with Atlanta. But it's it Toronto is in a great travel spot. So I think the same way that back in the day they used to hand out a draft of the schedule, and the front office used to be able to go over it for competitive purposes and say well, hey, can you move this game so we don't have three and four nights? Or, you know, this travel is a little bit difficult. Can we do something with it here? It's all by computer now, and it's 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 kind of like going into the guidance office. You come out with your timetable. Here it is. Well, can I change this, miss? No, that's your timetable. So I don't know if Toronto needs eight of those. That That's my point. If you're, if you're the Minnesota Timberwolves or you're, you know, the, the, the Denver Nuggets – yeah, maybe you need eight. Toronto doesn't need eight, especially with teams in, in, in you know, with the proximity that they have toward them. And, and I can tell you, I've asked almost every player on the team what they think of these two game sets. Half of them told me they're more or less indifferent. The other half hate them. So, I, I'm with you, Josh. Play a game, get out of town. Like that, you know. Let's say you get Toronto, Miami in a playoff series. Oh, well, you know, they played three times a season. Yeah, they played twice in games two and three. Yep. There's there's nothing you can glean from it, and it's a different team. Like, okay, they go to Miami on the back-to-back with Brooklyn. They get beat the first night, get out of Dodge. The next time you see Miami, they'll be a different team. Now, mind you, they were struggling, so it might have been a good time to get them. But I just think, like you said, Jim, uh, it's tough. Warren, you said it's tough to beat a team twice in a row. It's like a playoff situation. Josh said it. The other guy's had his hat handed to him. He's sitting there stewing, 
and you know what you're going to get the next time you play. Exactly. <laughs> Couldn't have said it any better myself. It is. It's tough to be the same team twice, and I, I just think um, if you're if you're looking. Like, I, I don't know why the Raptors have eight of those games. That's and I think I think this the second the second highest is three, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. So um for that for that to be the case and the, the back to backs, um personally, like even when I played, I didn't I don't like playing the same team twice right. over. You know, you know, you kinda wanna, you know, move on from it. But, you know, the next night it's like you're you know, you're seeing the same people and it's 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 not it's not to an advantage. It's just if you win, you naturally have a lull. You know, you're not going to come up with the same energy, you know, because you won. And the team that lost, they have all now, all the time to go ahead and, you know, make adjustments. So um, I think th I think that's what happened tonight. And um, hopefully the Raptors don't make it or use it as an excuse. They just continue to play because end of the day, um, you know, they they are professionals. And unfortunately, you know, they no one dreams about, you know, making schedules. You dream about getting to the league and playing. So, you know, you got to suck it up and do it. Raptors game night, 111-97. The Bulls went at home to the Raptors. Quite a different story from the night before. Jim Taddy Warren Ward and Josh Lewenberg with you. So we went into the break talking about the schedule and the back-to-backs, and Nick Nurse addressed that in the postgame. You know, I did this a lot when I was coaching in the minor leagues, and the split happens so much, it's amazing, right? And so far it's happened to us, I think, in all of them, right, all three of them. So I think we got five more of these. So, yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll have a chance to figure one out here before before we go. But just didn't quite have enough juice. Didn't quite ball was really bouncing the wrong way for us. Even every time we got our hands on it, they'd they'd come back up with it and lay it in or something. Um, and I thought that you know just again it was rolling really bad for us most of the night. A lot of a lot of in and outs, a lot of layups, missed a couple dunks. You know that kind of, it was just kind of one of those nights. Hung in there and tried to make it a game of it late, but just couldn't quite get her close enough. Using all the guys available to you was just a matter of just trying to find something. Yeah, just looking for some sparks. And I thought some of those guys did okay, right? I thought I thought you know um, Delano had a good stretch in the first and. Wancho, so did he. Had, you know, he had a couple of good plays in there as well. And um, uh, Malachi came in, played okay there at the end as well. So, yep, just looking for 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 some spark from those guys and a good chance to get some of them out there. Scotty usually comes in and ingests a little level of energy. Was there something that you were noticing about? Well, I think both of um, you know our young guys struggled on the back to back. They're going to have to get accustomed to this and and how tough you know it is. I mean. They obviously both played great last night and used a lot of energy and and they got to understand you know how physical and tough it's going to be again the next day and you got to you got to uh, be ready for that so a little bit of a learning experience there yeah was there any um, anything that you found when by going a little bit deeper this game that kind of stood out to you I know you mentioned you know Malachi and and Wancho had some good moments there yeah. but. Anything else stand out? Not really. I mean, I thought they did okay, though, right? I thought I thought they went in there and they got off to a little bit of a shaky start, but then they got a few stops and a few buckets and and got some good offense, you know, uh, going there. Um, and then I just thought, you know, I think they, you know, I don't know what it was, fifteen or something, and I thought with about eight to go, I'd give the starters one last crack to try to try to get there. And we we actually started making some headway, and I think we got that steal with OG um, that that might have cut it down to. 
all the way to seven, I think, and stepped on the sideline, which, again, was about the story of the night, right? We make a great play and heading the other way for a layup and and just doesn't work out for us. But um, I don't know. Just got to, you know, we, we played tough last night, didn't play as good tonight. Got to got to get some rest, bounce back, and get ready to go for the next one is really, really the thought. A lot of people have kind of made something of this team trending towards not needing a traditional point guard, but then you even get a night like this from Freddie Still than the night before. Um, what does that say about the necessity for him? Well, we, we need all the best players we can have on the floor, right? And that's that's really, you know, my thing. And that's what I've always, you know, stated is, is I'm going to play the best guys that may not look traditional all the time I mean even even when we first went to Kyle and Freddie as kind of two-point guards back in the day you know that was like what are we doing but I just felt like they were our best two guys so and that's all I'm doing that's all I'm ever going to do is do what's right for the team and the organization is is play the guys that I think are the best yep that is Nick Nurse, and as I've said before many times, best post game in the business because you, you learn something. And so we have minutes there for guys on the bench that were valuable. And, you know, Freddie, uh, back-to-back nights, uh, back-to-back games on consecutive nights coming off that back problem, very good, wasn't he, Warren? Yeah, no, he was steady as usual. I thought he was aggressive, yeah. maybe uh, a little too aggressive with the three ball. He shot he shot some really deep ones when I thought he could have done something else. But um, I do like what Nick Nurse said. I think it's time for him to, you know, I, you can't you can't have these young guys on the team and you know and not play them. So Delano, um, you know Malachi, all of them need to be ready and be professional and know that you know listen like your number is going to get called and you need to perform. So. Um, I do, I do like the fact that he's giving these guys minutes because it's such a long season. You, you know, you, you like you can't wear your starters down, you know, that much. And uh, even before about the five or four minute mark in the fourth quarter, when the game started to, you know, really start to get away from the Raptors, um, I was a little bit shocked at the rotations. But uh, at the same time, I'm like, okay, I understand. Like you, you know, like these guys need to find a way, you know, to contribute. And the only way they're going to do that, you know, is if they play, right? So. Um, but yeah. I agree that there was just wasn't enough juice. They didn't really get any of the bounces and, um, you know, all those things, you know, they all went to Chicago's way. Yeah. I mean, it, it was one guy, one guy tonight that really yeah, had guy. it. I, I know our resident, uh, principal, uh, Jonesy yeah. has, has left the building here, but if I'm taking <laughs> out my uh, marking pad here, one guy gets the A, maybe even the yeah. A plus tonight. And that's Fred. And, and listen, that that's important. Too, as you mentioned, coming back from the back injury, it's a couple games in a row, a couple nights in a row where he's looked like Fred Van Vliet. And that's going to be big going into a stretch where you need him to be the all-star version of Fred Van Vliet. I know we've talked over the last couple of days about, OK, well, who, who needs to step up? Who do you need more from in the absence of Pascal Siakam? And the reality is when you're subtracting an all-NBA guy and a guy in Siakam who, quite frankly, carries a massive workload, it's not just about the numbers and the shots. It's all the different things that he does. You're not filling that void with one player or even two players. And I know that like the most obvious guys are Scotty Barnes and OG Ananobi in terms of like an increase in responsibility. But Van Vliet is been an interesting one for me since we found out that Siakam was going down because Fred's role has changed quite a bit this year. He talked a lot going into the season about deferring a little bit more, and that doesn't mean doing less. I think it kind of reminds me of Lowry in the 
Kawhi championship year where he was like, all right, I- I'm, I'm going into facilitator mode. I'm getting other guys involved. And that's what Fred was doing with all of the talent in that starting lineup, getting Gary going, getting Scotty going, getting OG going, Pascal. Uh, but now I-, I think with Siakam out, he needs to be more assertive. He- he's going to have the ball in his hands more. He's going to be playing on the ball more instead of off the ball. He's going to be taking more shots. You look last night, 22 field goal attempts. Tonight, 19 field goal attempts. So uh, he's got to be a bigger part of the action. And if he's going to play as well as he's played over the last couple nights, I, I think that's going to go a long way in helping them survive this stretch without Siakam. I agree. I agree. I think um, him, his shot um, selection has been has been great. I mean, like I said, I thought today he took a couple deep threes, but I mean, he was six for ten. So, you know, I gotta I gotta be quiet <laughs> on that on that aspect. But um, overall, I mean, yeah, he he is an all star. So I I don't expect anyone else on the team to really um, be shooting other shots except for maybe him um, and OG. Uh, I think you know there was one play today. Fred was Fred got the ball. He's pressured in the backcourt. Went end-to-end with his left hand, and Coloco got the put-back dunk, but he went all the way to the rim with his left hand, and like that's something, if you watch that at full speed, it's like, it, 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 it might go unnoticed, but it's such an impressive thing to do, because it's, you know, it just, like, just how difficult that is, you know, especially at this level, so um, I just think little things like that put Fred in a, you know, in a different category, and I think that if the Raptors are going to have um, success, he is going to, you know, have to be the catalyst, especially offensively. He's going to have to take shots, maybe even force a couple. But honestly, he's that good that he can, um, you know. And I, I, I think, um, you know, I guess to Josh's point, that that's what they're going to need. They're going to need Freddie to be, you know, at that all-star level, you know, especially with Siakam out. And then, you know, I guess when Siakam returns, then Fred can, you know, defer. But for right now, no, he can't. He, he, he has to be aggressive. 100%. 111.97, the final score. This is Raptors game night at TSN 1050. So, looking for some silver lining. Freddie Van Vliet, 34 minutes, 10 of 19, 6 of 10 from the outside, 1 of 1 from the stripe. He had three rebounds, four assists, two steals, and 27 points. The other silver lining is you heard Nick Nurse talk about that second unit, and he used everybody tonight, and they're going to need to do that because this situation is going to happen again Friday in Oklahoma City, Saturday in Indiana against the Pacers. So on that Saturday game, and we'll be with you for that, look for more of that blunder coming out on the bench making a contribution. Thanks for joining us in Raptors Game Night at TSN 1050.